0: Chapter 16, we've already dismissed the kids, right? We're good on that?
1: Yes,
0: <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> you know, there's some people I've talked to in the past, while we're getting to Mark 16, we're going to start at verse 1. While y'all are getting there, I want to share with you something. There's sometimes I've talked to other people. I know a lot of people uh, in the ministry, and, and they uh, we question, they question, uh, how praise and worship should look like. Number one, the act of worship when y'all reached in your wallet and gave in that tithing uh, and, and offering earlier, that, that's an act of worship right there. Amen. So everyone wants to categorize what praise and worship looks like. But let me tell you something. Uh, anyone that may be watching today or may be in here visiting, if you don't like what we're doing here, you're not going to like heaven. None. Come on. I'm here to tell you. We're going to be praising and worshiping around the throne room of God. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure we're not going to have to sit on our hands, Brother Danny. And we ain't going to have to look a certain way. Uh, we ain't going to have to wear a certain clothes. But we're going to say, holy, holy, holy. Come on, somebody. It's the Lord God Almighty.
1: Woo, that's
0: the good news. Hallelujah. Mark. Chapter 16, verse 1. We're going to talk about the Master's plan today. Who knows that God has a plan? Amen. 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 I'm going to read. We're going to see what the Holy Ghost wants to do. This is the reading of the Word. Mark 16, chapter, chapter 16, verses 1 through 7. It says, Now when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of Jesus, and Salome brought spices that they might come and anoint him. We're picking this up at the end of Mark's Gospel Where Jesus is in the tomb. It goes on to say. Very early in the morning. On the first day of the week. They came to that tomb. And when the sun had risen. And they said among themselves. Who rolled away the stone from the door? Come on somebody. Come on somebody. They said. Who would roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us? But when they looked up. Hallelujah. It says when they looked up they saw that the stone had been rolled away for it was very large. Amen. So they walked into the tomb. The word says in entering the tomb they saw a young man clothed in a white robe sitting on the right side. It says they were alarmed. Verse 6 says but he said to them, "Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who yes indeed was crucified, but he has risen." <laughs> And he said, He's not here. He said, But go and tell. He said, See the place where they had laid him. And go and tell his disciples and Peter that he's going before you into Galilee. And there you will see him as he had said to you before. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Everything that we've done today leads up to this point right here, Father. Yes, Father. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're in charge of this, Lord. I thank you for all the people that are here, and those that are watching, Father God. But listen, this is not what this is about. This is about the resurrected Jesus Christ today. It's about you, Father God. And we thank you for your word today. As we move forward in your word, Lord, that you be exalted. And that you be magnified. And we do it in the strong name of Jesus Christ. And the church says, Amen. I'm going to give you a little bit of background, and we're going to get into this thing. Then hopefully some of y'all are going to get saved Say amen
1: Amen Amen.
0: Jesus' life on earth had been finished Uh, uh, Mark 16, what I just read It shows us uh, that he had been tried He had been beaten He had been crucified He had been placed in the tomb When the ladies came to anoint his body The religious people and the governments Even his own followers Seen with their own eyes Jesus Christ nailed to a cross But suddenly he wasn't there Someone had rolled the, the rock away from the tomb. It says it was very large. He had breathed his last breath on Calvary. And that was the last image that anyone had of Jesus Christ was when he was nailed on the cross. Yes. The devil thought he had won. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Hell thought he won when he seen Jesus take his last breath. But who knows that God has a master plan. Hallelujah. Not only did God have a plan for your life, church, and for my life. He had a plan for creation, and he also had a plan for Salvation. Amen. Come on, somebody. Get with us. y'all. Stay with me on this. Not only did he have a plan for your life and a plan for my life, a plan for creation, he also had the plan of salvation, and hell thought it was their idea, but it was all part of the master's plan to begin with.
1: Amen. Right. Am
0: I making this easy Amen. to understand today? Come on. Come on. If God's the master, then his plan must be the master plan. There's no flaws in it. There's no mistakes. They don't have to amend nothing in the master's plan. It's good. Everyone say it's good. It's
1: good.
0: Amen. You know the master's plan, as gruesome as the cross was, as fallen as the world is, the master's plan has always been saturated in one key thing. It's called love.
1: Yeah. Amen, brother. Thank you, Lord.
0: His plan for your life and His plan for my life was saturated in love. Do you understand the Master's plan? Let's go to John chapter 3, a very familiar verse to most of us in here. Are y'all with me? Amen. The sun ain't out, so Eureka's Cups ain't melting. (laughs) Y'all stick with me. John chapter 3, we're very familiar with this. We're talking about the master plan of God being woven in love. John 3.16. We see it everywhere at ball games. We put it on our bumper sticker. But watch this. I'm going to show you the master plan of love that God had for our life. He said, for God so loved. I'm going to say it again. For God so loved that he Gained. Come on, somebody. That's it right there We can stop right there Drop the mic Call the altar Go hunt the eggs God loves so much That he gave his only begotten son Jesus He gave us Jesus Not for for our own glory But for that no man shall perish But all Say all. all What does all mean? All All means all That's you and that's me I qualify to be in the all category. But we can personalize it. That God so loved the world that he gave his son Jesus to die for me.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: When that becomes personal to you. Then it's not just a saying that you see John 3.16 at a baseball game. That when that becomes personal to you, yeah, that God on. loved me so much, That's as true. wretched as I was, as addicted that I was, yeah. as filthy as I was, oh, that on. God still loved me enough that He gave, and gave me He done it for you. amen. He done it for me. When he was on that cross, he had me on his mind. Amen. He had you on his mind, church. Amen. Yeah. If he's the master and has the master plan, then we have to be able to trust Come on. that he knows what's the best for us.
1: That's right.
0: I'm here to tell some people today, under the sound of my voice, that you need to know that God's not mad at you.
1: Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Come on. Amen.
0: He's not upset or surprised by anything that you've done. That's
1: right. Yeah. Come on.
0: That's why he gave. That's right. Amen. That's the exact reason why he gave. He's not mad at you. There's some people that's been going through life who thinks He's mad at you, but the Word says that He loves you enough that He gave. Amen. He gave. Go to Romans chapter 8. Bad things happen to good people. Can I get an amen on that? Amen. And when we understand that sometimes it seems like it's constantly raining on me. Like Everywhere else is sunshine, but there's a cloud always on me. I don't know why. But it don't change the fact that God has a master's plan for my life. It don't change the fact that God loved me so much that he gave. I don't know why we have to endure the things we have to endure. I know when we get to glory, we won't be worried about asking him why we have to endure the things we endure. But what I do know is we have to go through some stuff sometimes, but it doesn't change the plan of love that God has. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. I think we lose sight of that sometimes, church. We lose sight of the love of God that He has for us. Amen. If we can't get good enough to come to the cross, what makes you think we're going to be good enough to stay Amen. at the cross?
1: Amen. Right down down. Glory, Glory.
0: If we can't never get good enough to come, y'all know y'all didn't bring nothing to the cross. Everyone do this.
1: <laughs>
0: the only thing you bring to the cross is your filthy sin. Amen. Calvary was free.
1: Amen.
0: So, how can we stay at the feet of Jesus in our own strength? We can't. It's only by the love of God. Are y'all getting it? He loves us. Verse 37, chapter 8 of Romans. The Apostle Paul, a mighty man of God, wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. He says, yet in all things we are more than conquerors through Him who what? Talking about Jesus. For I'm persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers of darkness nor things present nor things to come nor height nor death nor any created thing shall be able to separate us from the what? Love. Of God. Amen. That pretty well covers it, right? Yes, <clears throat> now Paul was writing and describing some things, the the, the way he would communicate 2,000 years ago. Let me bring it to 2022 for you, okay? For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, sickness or health, addiction or disease, divorce, abuse, wealth, poverty, none of that can separate you from the love of God. Give he loves you. Everything that God ordained in the Master's plan. It was constructed from the beginning of time, whatever that was, all the way to now. And it pointed to the single most important event in mankind. And it was the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The most important event that ever happened was the resurrection of Jesus Christ.
1: Amen. Do you understand
0: that? It wasn't the promotion you got at work. It wasn't the day that your child was born. It wasn't the day that you buried the love of your life. It, the most important event in your life is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Give him a Turn back two chapters to Romans 5. Romans 5, verse 6 through 8 Amen. says, When well, yet we were still sinners. Oh, can we qualify for that one too? Amen. Amen. Paul says that he was the chief of all sinners. I'm pretty sure I could have gave him a run for his money. Can I be honest
1: today? Amen. Amen.
0: I know there's a couple of other people in here who can probably raise their hand too. Amen. <laughs> I see you over there, brother. He says, but yet when I was still a sinner in due time, not a minute too late, not a minute too early, but in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. That's me.
1: Ain't you glad that he died for you today?
0: There's been some great men of God. There's been some great women of God. Let me go ahead and put that out there too, okay? I know some women that can preach the walls now. I'm not that guy. The anointing's the anointing. They can move on a donkey in the Bible. They can sure move on a man or a woman at the same time. Can I get an amen? amen? I'll probably get some phone calls on that one. (laughs) The Word says, but in due time. In due time, God sent his only begotten Son, Jesus. To reconcile us to heaven. I mean, think about that. We talk about that. We've been reconciled. We've been blood-bought in due time. Nothing that we can do on our own so no man shall boast, right? These are all familiar scriptures. But the word says that he reconciled us through the blood of Jesus. Back to good standings with him. Now when the Father looks at you, as messed up as your life is, I know I'm only talking to the people online because everyone in here have angel wings and halos, so uh, well, I'm just going to talk to the people online. As messed up as your life is, it's not bigger than the blood of Jesus that was reconciled with the master's Come on, Pastor, it's
1: good. See,
0: the church ain't preaching the blood no more. They're preaching greasy grace. I'm here to preach a message of repentance today, okay? I mean, without the blood covering, brother, I don't care how much grace you think you got in your life. But if you didn't take it in due time, you're going straight to hell. Can I preach? Can I preach today? We got too many people saying it's okay, it's not okay. If it was sin before you met Jesus, it's still sin after you Come met on. Jesus. Come on, somebody. And what is it that separates us from the love of Jesus?
1: Sin. Amen. Amen. Come on. Come on. Come on. Sorry. Well, they right.
0: get quiet, brother. You know you got. It. I was talking to the people online. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> if you could imagine the grand canyon. Or if you can imagine from a point of the South Beach of Florida all the way around to Japan. If you can imagine that gap, that distance right there between those two points. One of them being you and other one, the other point being the love of God. The only thing that can connect those two is the blood of Jesus.
1: Amen. Come on. Come on.
0: Amen. The only thing that can reconcile you and when you're so far separated from God is the blood of Jesus, I'm telling you. That's your message of reconciliation right there. Amen. Hallelujah. He loved so much that he gave. He gave us that connection from how far away we was destined for a real hell to go ahead and be in glory with him. And empowered us with everything that he gave the son and said you'll do greater
1: things than even I did. Thank you. Lord. Thank you Lord. Bless
0: Some of y'all can't get over the fact that I was just talking to the people online a minute ago. (laughs) Are y'all with me? sir. So what it comes down to is this. It's a question of faith. Can we put our faith in the master's plan? We can't touch it. We can't see it sometimes. We can't feel it. But can we put faith in something that we have to trust 100% without being able to look it in the eye? It's a question of faith. Where's your faith? you got to have faith not in your plan. I'm telling you right now, some of y'all online need to hear this. You better not be putting faith in the government's plan. Come on, somebody. Yeah, yeah. You better be putting faith in the master's plan. Hallelujah. Turn to 1 Corinthians. We're going to wrap this thing up just a minute. We're talking about the Father's love here. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Y'all go there. I'm going to read five verses right there. This is Apostle Paul right at the church. He says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellent of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. I can relate to this right here. I'm not going to preach this preach right here. But let me tell you something. What we got going on right here is not excellent of speech. It's not done uh, with big, long words. But it's done in the power and demonstrated through the love of God. Amen. Amen. That Paul tells the church that he says, For I determined not to know anything among you but Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ crucified. That's it. The rest of it is just flavoring on the cake. You hear me? Without the, the true cake, you can have whatever flavor you want. But until you get the cake, and that main ingredient of that cake has to be the love of God shown through us through the way that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. That's it. That's it. Now you can smear your own flavor of icing on it. Mm. That's an obvious means that the enemy wants to distract and separate the the church body. Come
1: on, brother. Sorry.
0: But whatever you want, if you want to sit on your hands, sit on your hands. Make sure you know Jesus as your Lord. Amen. Come, come on, come on. I don't care what flavor you got, as long as you know He's King of your life. That's right. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm concerned about. Lord. He gave me freedom to worship freely. Come
1: on. Thank
0: There's you. not a big long list of do's and don'ts as knowing Jesus Christ as my Savior. Instead, I have a freedom to worship Him however I want to, and oh. I choose to worship in spirit and truth. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to read some more. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Yes, sir. He said, my speech, Paul said this, my speech was not... Preaching were not persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of the power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but only in the power of God. What does that look like on Monday morning?
1: Come on. That's
0: right. When you're running late, the husband or the wife's nagging at you to do something. The kids, you're dragging a kid around trying to get them drinking. Can I relate? Can anyone relate? Yeah, come on. Ice is on the windshield out there. And you got to scrape it. And you're like, man, I'm going, oh, Lord. <laughs> what does that look like? Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Practical wisdom. That all that can come from God. We see everything in the natural. God has not called you to be natural. He's called you to be supernatural. And view it that way. Okay. Come on. He never called us to be normal. Do hey, really? y'all agree I'm not normal?
1: <laughs>
0: y'all can clap on that. Y'all agree that the band up here is not normal? Amen. Oh, woo. Right, amen. amen. We're just looking for some like-minded radicals. It's just crazy as we Come are. On, you know what I mean? He took 12 and changed the world. What can we do with 200? Oh, I'm just crazy enough to believe it, brother. Oh, amen.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: I'm just crazy enough to believe it. <laughs> Let's look to see what Paul said some more. And we'll get out of here.
1: I'm excited. Blessed.
0: Bless. Hallelujah. Bless. You see, the master's plan was never meant for us to understand it the natural. We look at the Bible and it don't make no sense. Yes. And there's so many contradictions. And what's saved is always saved. Or you can lose you. We get so caught up in all that. And we forget that we got to look through it through a heart of supernatural. Yeah. And not a mind yeah. of the natural.
1: Yeah. Come on. Right?
0: So we get discouraged.
1: Yes. And then we
0: get people in our ear telling us how we're supposed to believe. Oh. Oh. Granny was wrong about a few Come things.
1: Come on, brother.
0: It's a personal relationship that's saturated in love that God gave us through his son, Jesus. It has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with legalities. It has nothing to do with do's and don'ts. It all has to do with the blood of Jesus. Man, that's the message I'm preaching today. Just like Paul said, I'm preaching Christ and Christ crucified and nothing else. Hallelujah! 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We're right there. I'm going to start at 6. Who knows that the cross of Calvary was part of the master's plan? Do you believe that? What's so crazy is hell thought it was their idea. You know what I mean? Like the demons and the enemy himself, Satan. When they seen the son of God nailed to the cross. They thought they won. Right? You see, sometimes when we see ourselves in a bad place in life, we see our children are not answering the phone. We see our marriage might be a little shaky. We think that hell won. But God has a master plan for that too. But you gotta have the faith in order to fall down on your knees. And surrender. Oh, that makes him Lord. If I'm surrendering, he must be master of my life. We're not looking for masters and lords. We're looking for a get out of hell free card, and that's most of the most the church is looking for today. They don't need a master. They don't need a Lord. They got a credit card, and they think that's their God.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That was for online people only, too. <laughs> We look at the the diagnosis from the doctor or we look at the the disciplinary slip uh, from the teacher and we think that we're defeated. The enemy puts it in our mind that it's never going to change. But we refuse to go back to the master's plan. What does the the master's plan say about it? Hell thought they won too on Calvary, but there was a plan for that. Amen? I preached a message not too long ago maybe a year or two ago called checkmate yes. you know what I mean yeah. but we, we get these images of, of, of God or Jesus and the devil playing chess that brother's playing checkers he ain't on, on the same on. board with Jesus let me tell you right now he's playing jacks and pick up sticks we're the ones playing chess checkmate the day that that
1: happened
0: just finish reading this and then we're going to get out of here yes, sir It says, however we speak wisdom, you guys want to come up, you guys come on up, if you don't care. Rod, whoever's coming up, y'all come up. I'm going to close it out. However, the Apostle Paul says in verse 6, chapter 2, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, that are coming to nothing. But he said this Bible is what he's talking about. These words on these paper. It's hidden wisdom. Which God ordained before the ages of our glory. That's talking about a predestined master's plan. It says he ordained it for the ages. Before the foundations of the world, he had a master plan for salvation in your life. It was woven in love. Watch this, verse 8. He says, which none of these rulers of this age do. Talking about the demoniacs, the demons, the devil. He says none of them had any idea what God had in store for them. He says because if they would have, they never would have crucified Jesus. Great, sir. They never would have crucified him if they had known the Lord had a master plan over yeah. That was part of the plan. Over. And it was yeah. a plan for your life. It was a plan oh. for your life.
1: Oh, God. Thank <laughs> you. It was a plan for my life. Come on, bro. Right.
0: Hell thought it was their idea. Y'all go ahead and peck around if you want to. Just so. a
1: Exactly. Right. Come on. Come on. Ooh, on.
0: Hell thought it was their idea. Of Calvary was part of the master plan. Yes,
1: I'm
0: going to freak some people out. The cross wasn't enough. Is this on? Can y'all hear Come me? On. The cross wasn't enough. There had to be a resurrection. Yes.
1: Yes. Come That's on, y'all here. can give it up for that. That's it. That's it.
0: There had to be a resurrection.
1: Thank you.
0: When he said, my God, oh. when he was hanging on that tree, he said, my God, why have you forsaken me? We see the full version of the human part of Jesus.
1: Yeah. come on.
0: Why? Why have you forsaken me? Oh, sure. But God had a master plan. He had to let him die because the sins of you and me was upon him. And God cannot look upon sin. So at that point, God, for the first time, was separated from the Son. But he had a master plan because three days later,
1: come on, man. Come on.
0: there's some of you under the sound of my voice. You say, God, why have you abandoned me? Where are you, Jesus? My marriage is falling apart. My bank books in shambles. My kids are addicted. Where are you? And he's saying, just hang on a few more days. Come on. I got a master plan for your life. I want to resurrect your marriage. I want to resurrect your children. It was woven in love.
1: Verse 9, he says, I has not
0: seen nor ear heard. The thought, the concept has not even entered a man's heart. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. The things which God has prepared for you. Yeah. Awesome. Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm not going to stay here long. I've preached my heart out exactly what the Holy Ghost wanted me to preach today. Get this yeah. out of here. Get this out of here. Someone get that out. Of here. But there's people here today We call my ECMs. I love them. I love y'all. I love y'all. Y'all gonna come on Easter. Y'all gonna come on Christmas. Y'all are gonna come on Mother's Day.
1: Come
0: on, can I get real with you? It don't matter. That's okay. Because today's the day of your salvation.
1: Woo! Come on. There you go. That's mm-hmm.
0: good. For every reason you came here, today's your day of salvation. Yeah. Amen. So under the sound of my voice right now, we've had church in here today.
1: Yeah. I'm going to ask you a simple
0: question. And this is where the rubber meets the road. Yeah. If you died today if something happened to you on your way home and you just didn't make it every one of us under the sound of my voice in the last 2 or 3 months we've all heard of someone that just checked out just like that never seen it coming if that was to happen to you today would you be in glory would you be with Jesus that plan of love will that be applied to your life? When He opens up the books,
1: come yeah, sure. on,
0: is your name going to be right. written in blood?
1: Right.
0: If you're not sure about that, or maybe you was once that way, but some things has happened and you've fallen off. Today's your day of salvation too.
1: Yes. yes.
0: Now, right now, the enemy's talking. And he's trying to trump that unction some of y'all got in your gut right now. Yeah. That that might be me. I think that's me. But the enemy's saying you're gonna look like a fool in front of these people. Liar, liar, liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. So if that's you, I want you to raise your hand.
1: Hallelujah. Come on up, y'all come on. Come on up,
0: brother. Let's go, let's go. Woo! 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 Let's go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is, hey, Lana, Lana. Let's get some ladies over here to talk with the ladies about Jesus. We're gonna get Larry Dillard. Will you come over here? Sean, whoever. Y'all go ahead. We'll get the men over here, get the ladies over here. We're going to lead you through the plan of salvation. There's two things that has to happen. The word says that you got to confess Jesus Christ as Lord. Yes. And you got to believe in your heart that he died on the cross and was buried. Three days later he arose and he sat at the right hand of the Father. The confession with your mouth, someone can help you with. We can say, repeat after me but it's 100% believe it in your heart that Jesus is not only your Savior but he died to be your Lord and Master does everyone understand that they're going to play a song and if the Holy Spirit the, the first six people are already up here so you won't be the first one these guys are going to play let God be God
1: So e Oh you only man
0: What's your name, brother? Yeah. Houston, Jerry. Did you give your life to Jesus today? How you hear that? <laughs> 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 you that Did you give your life to Jesus? <laughs> People are missing the hell. Was it total? Five or six people? Six people gave their life to the Lord. Amen. The preaching of the word. Is this thing Hello. Can y'all hear me back there? I guess I'm not screaming right now, so I sound quiet to myself. For all you guys that are visiting, remember this: teachers tell it, preachers yell it. Okay? So don't judge me. In all seriousness, though, for God so loved the world that he gave, right, right? And then through that giving, what it does, it it prepares us to be able to give to someone else. Amen? Amen. We're going to dismiss it in just a second. What I want y'all to do is Laola Orphanage. Y'all are all familiar with Laola, right? We support Laola Orphanage. I'm going to get my ushers to come up. What I want to do is take up a love offering for these kids down in Mexico. This is Jalisco, Mexico. They've been through everything from drug trafficking to sex trading to, I mean, just awful. But right now we're building a new orphanage down there. We're part of that, building that new orphanage down there. And you know what? We're giving through love just like God gave to us through love. Amen. So I'm going to ask you to please uh, bless this. If you write a check. In the memo, that well, it don't matter. It's all going into one offering. So however you want to do it, you can give on the, on the kiosk back there in the back. But I just ask you to give what God tugs on your heart today. We love you guys. We thank you. As soon as you give, y'all can start migrating towards the drag strip down there. If you don't know where the drag strip is, just ask someone outside. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to bless the gift and the giver as we do this offering. In Jesus' name, amen.